Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Explosive. They blow up so fast these days. Mind blowing. Ah, Great shot. And shocking. Movie event of the fall. Totally awesome. The Adams Family. Rated PG. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. I have with me Jake. Howdy, folks. And today we're doing the spoiler cast for The Adams Family 2019 animated movie. As always, we talk about the 3D element first. Jake, what do you think of the 3D with spoilers? Uh, it's it's there. It's decent. I mean, at this point, uh, you'd have to be a total incompetent to not uh, have a computer-generated 3D movie have good 3D. Now, I, I wonder if people are listening and they're like, oh, so basically you just go in the computer and just do automatic and there you go. You have a good looking 3D movie, animated movie. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what. But the thing is, to be fair, uh, the thing is, uh, it's then DreamWorks does something like How to Train Your Dragons and they look absolutely balls. I mean, gorgeous. Uh, they go above and beyond. But when I see stuff come out of Studio Canal that they probably didn't even spend a million bucks on and the 3D looks good, that just tells you it's not that hard to make it look good, decent. But so, I mean, maybe we should up our scale some. But I'm like, nah, this is still... Uh, somebody who's like 3D crate really loves 3D, a hardcore tune head, you know, they're going to enjoy it, the 3D aspect of it at least. So that's why I'm sticking with giving it a good 3D. Okay, so let's get to the movie. Uh, movie kind of starts off with the wedding of Morticia and Gomez, which I actually kind of liked that scene. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much a lot of it was the. Um, Music video for Christina Aguilera's nice song. <laughs> yeah, um, which, you know, we did comment, we did like that song a lot, um, The it, Haunted Heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it had a lot of nice gags. Those worked. The story, they should have made this movie 90 minutes of, uh, of shtick uh, based on Charles Adams's, uh cartoons. It wouldn't have had a wouldn't have been a real movie, but it would have been a lot more enjoyable than the terrible story they cobbled together. So cobbled together is a really good way of saying the story because we have this scene and they get married and, you know, I, I they didn't really say, but it was it looked like a red moon. Um, and then the villagers decide to, you know, go after them and they are able to escape somehow and they don't really say why the villagers hate them. They're just like, oh, they're monsters. Kill them. And they leave. Yeah. And they're like, where do we go? And it's like, let's go to and New Jersey. Have... Yeah, I'm like going. Okay. That joke is tired 
come on, haven't we bashed New Jersey enough? I mean, hasn't Bruce Springsteen kind of made up for uh, the cast of Jersey Shore? I mean, really. So, yeah, uh, they apparently they just pop up in Jersey somehow in the car. So this is another scene, and then they – um, there's Lurch that, you know, in this middle of the street and he's like, has a insane asylum, you know, around him, uh, jacket. And they're like, Oh, Hey, that's a house up there. Let's live there. I was like, that's, that's convenient as hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they were trying to make some statement about immigration, but it's lost, you know, you know, about migrants and immigration, but it's lost and all this other garbage. But like, there's no transition between them fleeing and then now they're in a car somehow, you know, and somehow in America. And then Lurch, for some reason, decides, yeah, sure, I'll work with these people. There's no kind of, um, you know, agreement with Lurch saying, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, I could, you know, you, you saved my life. I'm going to, you know, you just, okay, I guess I'll work with y'all. He had no reason to. It's cute to have a cute um, a way Lurch gets into this family, but... Doesn't make any sense. Yep. So we get to the scene where they get to the top, which they say it's an insane asylum, but when they walk around, it's a house. It's just a mansion. Does not look like an insane asylum at all, right? Right. And they're like, unless, oh. somebody, unless somebody decided to, oh, grandma's house, we'll just turn it into an asylum. What the hell? This is Jersey. We've got no uh, codes, building codes or anything. Yeah, a, a mansion. And a, a, a hospital are very different building types. Uh, yeah, even in New Jersey. So we just kind of like fast forward through Pugsley and uh, Wednesday having been born and having kids like in seconds. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, did I guess Morticia you know, birth her own children without any hospital? I don't know. Because it doesn't seem like they've ever left. And eventually Wednesday does comment about that. It's like, oh, we never left this area. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is like worse than the Brady Bunch movie. So, okay, they're totally incited there. And then, you know, they're playing with their weapons. And, you know, they have the, the tree outside. And, um... Then you kind of go back to the town, and the town is having the you know Martha Stewart character, which um, I forget her actual character name in the movie. Um, I I just remember that town name, Assimilation. Uh, Oh yeah, that was such on the nose. Yeah, ham fisted much. I was like, oh my god, really? They're going to do that? That obvious? In your you know. The town of assimilation, where all houses are exactly the same. It's like, come on, come on. Yeah, Tim Burton did this with more finesse. In fact, this looked like a Tim Burton light movie, but some producer uh, who wanted to tell bad Jewish shtick uh, through decided to tweak things. I mean, this felt like a really bad Tim Burton movie. In other words, Dark Shadows. <laughs> the Tim Burton is interesting because, you know, in 
um, Edward Scissorhands, they kind of make fun of the suburbs all looking the same and pastels, but they don't like really specifically say it out loud like they do in this movie. It's just kind of subtle. You see it. And it, it's just, oh, okay. You know, and this was just like, yeah, we have no nuance here. We're just going to, you know, tell you the town of assimilation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're making this movie for three-year-olds. Except it's way too scary for three-year-olds. So, yeah. <laughs> so, they have, the town, you know, is by one person. They, okay, this is where it gets really confusing because they're like, oh, you know, we're doing this, you know, modeling show, and this modeling show, we pay for all the houses here to be developed, so everyone lives here by our modern, our standards. It's like, what? Did you get that? Uh, and I'm like going, uh, this is a pretty dra- draconian neighborhood society that's become a city government. Okay, what the hell? Uh does anybody involved in this movie actually uh, live anywhere? I mean, have they ever bought a house, lived in a town? This is not the way this stuff works. So, um, yeah. And Pugs is going to have his big coming out party, which I don't know. They kept saying it weird, and I never heard that term. But basically, it's, you know, the, you know first uh communion or you know bar mitzvah kind of thing but it's like their own version of it you know they were like trying uh i they were like trying to mesh several eastern european jewish things together and it just wasn't working and like to so the whole family the rest of the families are going to be coming from the the old country which they never specify and so Pugsley has to be really great with the sword and um, to prove that he could defend the house. And that's going to make him a man, I guess. And it's just like, and then he can't do it. He struggles because he really likes explosives. But it's like, okay, what else are you doing? You don't have school. They, you know, Wednesday does joke and say we're cage schooled, you know, and I actually like that term for homeschooled. But I mean, if I mean, what else are they doing? Why can't he teach him well? Is it a problem of Gomez not being a good teacher? Why can't Pugsley get this? You know, why is it so specific that the family needs him to, you know, learn how to do swordplay? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and also, why aren't you smart enough until the end of the movie to figure out he's very good at defending the house? It's just not with swords. So is it the swords that are important or is it the ability to defend the family or is none of this important? Uh, Actually, none of this is important because this movie is God awful. (laughs) So um, as they're getting ready for the show, um, going back to the town, they decide to clean up the swamp, which is like, okay, I guess they could. And then that clears up the fog. And there's like a scene where Parker, one of the, you know, schoolgirls, 
finds this location on her own, which is like, okay. Um, and now the Adams can see the town and the town can see the Adams mansion. And, you know, the Adams mansion is unseemly. It's on a mountain up there and it's clear as day. And, you know, that's going to bother the whole, you know, town from being perfect and being, you know, the super awesome, great town. So we have to, you know, stop the Adams and get the Adams and the Adams come down. Hey, let's, you know, check out this town. And then you have the whole scene where, the Adams check out that town and like you never see them like drive down they just appear there and it just that's what that's what keep drives me crazy about this movie is that it just keeps having scenes that don't connect to each other that are in sequence with each other so it does make sense but it just there's that connective tissue there is not there it's just a series of scenes and it drives me crazy yeah i never thought i'd say this but this movie manages to make the Hotel Transylvania franchise actually look like real movies. So, I mean, at least there's more connective tissue there. Tissue there, exactly. I never thought I would ever say that. Well, I, I really didn't like the second one. I haven't seen the third one, but whatever. Yeah, I haven't either. But I didn't really like the first one, but now I think I may reevaluate that. In the in light of seeing this, oh God! So yeah, the Adams are like, oh, this is interesting. This is interesting, and then you know, oh, you know, they're commenting on things, and you know, I guess the Adams have never existed in the twenty first century, in you know, twenty twenty, you know, twenty nineteen time frame. So they don't, you know, they should be more shocked about technology than anything, but. They don't care. You know, Wednesday does comment, hey, what's that black triangle? You know, she doesn't, but they don't know what a phone, you know, they don't have these things. It just, it's really weird because like the Adams Family, you know, the movies and stuff, they, you know, exist, they're isolated. But I mean, to be that isolated, it seems kind of weird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, This was not well thought out. Somebody just crapped this script out in five minutes. This this read like an not even a first draft. This movie seemed like an outline, which is damnable in because animation you have to have everything nailed down before you start animating. Now the one thing I will say I did like was the music, and I did mention this before in the spoiler free cast that the music, you know, how they kind of get like the thing. And Lurch on the piano was was nice. And th- how they work in the two songs um, for this movie is nice in the, in the movie. And I, that's where I give it credit to give it a six instead of a five like Jake. But it's still kind of, you know, just the music is nice. But none of this really makes sense. And, you know, so Wednesday now wants to go to school down there. She's been there, you know. Not even half a day. And then you have the next scene where Wednesday is in, a, I guess, a, a biology class. And there's the frogs. It's in the trailers. And, like, there's no repercussions from this at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, see, it's just one of the many, there's little brief moments here that are taken from the strips. And the bringing the frog to life is one of them. And if they had made the whole movie nothing but stuff from that, it wouldn't have been a movie, but it would have been enjoyable because those were great g- gags. But uh, 
they don't they don't do that. They just add this lame ass story that nobody gives a crap about that's been told a hundred times before better. I mean, it hasn't really been told worse. I mean, this is bad stuff. And, you know, I can forgive, okay, you know, Wednesday's in school. Where does she get all this equipment to make the frogs come back? It's a cartoon. I can forgive that. But, like, there's no mention of this scene after this. And then there's no mention of how Wednesday got into school. You know, it it just, you know, that kind of connective tissue makes it a better story. And they just skip it and make it gag. Oh, and then they pretty much give Wednesday, they just like, oh, we, it was funny in Teen Titans Go with Raven liking unicorns. So we'll do that to Wednesday. So Wednesday's rebelling and she's becoming a girly girl with unicorns and staying with Parker. And then Parker is becoming like goth to copy Wednesday. And, you know, uh, the character model for for, uh, Parker is just, bad i I don't it it looks like the a really pathetic version of the brats uh, girls from the you know Mm -hmm. uh, i think it was like 10 20 years ago (laughs) yeah it looks Mm -hmm. like a worse version of that and uh, yeah wasn't well thought out this was just like oh i felt like this movie is like oh we have the rights to the adams family uh let's just do that and then some people who were big fans just like I said, we're trying to show off their fan merit badges and and spend all this time on this detail in the look, but gave no thought whatsoever to the storyline. They thought it was irrelevant. So Wednesday is rebelling, and then all the family is starting to come into town, and then they're coming into this the town of assimilation. And, you know, they're, oh, look how you know weird looking they are. Look how deformed they are or whatever. And just like, hey, you guys shouldn't be talking. You, your character models are pretty ugly, too. <laughs> at least yeah, at least that character model is interesting looking. It's not a deformed human. It's, you know, uh, so what if they have big shoulders or whatever? <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And this story and this and these gags were old in the 60s. I mean, and this is two thousand. This is nearly twenty twenty. I mean, this stuff is crap. I mean, this is terrible storytelling. And like cousin, it comes in, and you know they make a big fuss about this being Snoop Dogg, which is like, okay, cousin, it talks in gibberish. And honestly, did they need to have any human? They could have just had a computer algorithm say it, and it would have been fine, and no one would have noticed it not being a snoop dogg or a celebrity it's just like why why even he made a big deal out of all the voice cast and guess what nobody had a distinct enough voice that you could tell who they were now some guys actually tried to mimic the 60s um versions of these characters from the tv show which was a nice touch because those are kind of the definitive voices of these characters so the villain, you know, she's getting frustrated that, you know, the Adams are here, the family, and, you know, the, I think it's Margarex Nedder, Nedler is the character name, I think. And she's like, oh, determined because she's going to get fired. So then she like, gets to social media. Apparently she controls, like, the town's Facebook account. And, like, she decides, oh, yeah, we're going to um, just, you know, smear the Adams and say every, you know, the whole the whole kind of immigrant thing that you're mentioning before, it just basically is here where she's, you know, 
oh, the Adams did this. Oh, the Adams did that. Oh, the Adams did this. And just doing the rumor mill. So it's like, okay, you know what? I didn't like her before, but I really hate her guts now, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, she leads a rebellion to the Adams' house, which the Adams have done nothing wrong. They've done absolutely nothing. They they come to visit. They don't, you know, they're weird, but they're not doing anything illegal. They're not doing anything immoral. I mean, you know, it's just kind of strange, whatever. And um, I guess they're kooky and they're spooky, but they're not a whole lot of interesting um, of a movie. And um, mm-hmm. so the whole town folk decide just to destroy the house and have this big battle. And then, you know, Pugsy is like, oh, I'm going to defend the house and I'm going to show that I'm ready to be a man. And that's how it comes together. And then they have the other song, which is the, you know, don't be, uh, you know, my family. And how the song integrated here, I kind of liked, even though if I didn't like the song that much, but it did kind of show how he was, you know, trying to, you know, and they, they fight back, but then like the scene kind of ends and they're like, see this, this family is just like every other family. And like Parker's like live streaming it, and then they see that you know how evil Margaret's is, and then she's fired, and then they're like, "Hey, we should rebuild the Adams family. We just hated them five seconds ago, but now we like them. Come on." Mm-hmm. It's because they're gonna, because they want to buy the all the houses and stuff. This was so you could figure this out in five minutes, and you knew that. Uh, Blondie was going to wind up with Uncle Fester when Uncle Fester uh, kind of perved on her. I mean, these type of movies, you you can figure out the entire plot and within two minutes of watch of starting it. So then they kind of rebuild the house and like rebuild it color wise, and then like the house has a voice which they had introduced, and then they kind of just like throw slime onto the house and it's back to where it was. And it's like, wait, wait, I actually kind of would have liked it and appreciated it if the house changed, but you're just putting a reset button here and it's not really actually doing anything, you know? Yeah. And basically the town is okay with the Adams and the Adams can visit the town and the uh, rest of the Adams family decides to move into the town because the reality TV show that's paid for the town of assimilation it now doesn't care, and I have all these houses, and apparently the Adams family, the rest of the family need houses, which is like, what? Why? Where did they come from? <laughs> they just, you know, come from the dirt? Yeah, what, were they homeless before they decided to come to Pugsley's thing? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> it's whatever. It, it, it's just ridiculous, and you get the final scene, which is the the intro to the you know all the shows and movies, the snaps, and it's like okay, that's how it wraps up, and I was like, all right, well, well fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this made enough money; they're already talking a sequel. Thanks, America. World, thank you, world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh... it was cheaply made, and you could see it from the visuals. The art style, you know, we crap on this art style. And, you know, people are like, oh, it's too, you guys are being too cruel. Man, this art style, it looks like it could have been direct to DVD 15 years ago. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I mean, yeah, compared to some of the other animation that's been done of the Adams family. I mean, at least they didn't put a Wednesday in a pink dress and turn their haunted house into a motorhome. So. Yeah, uh, terrible. Uh, 
I mean, maybe I'm being hard on this because I'm such a fan, but damn, this gave me nothing. Yeah, it just kind of, they go for the com- most common denominator here. They go for the basic laugh. They go for the the most simple joke here. And it's just, you know, I, it's okay, a little bit better than okay for me. You know, I, I kind of, I like how they integrated the music um, enough. And the, some of the gags worked enough to give it a six for me, but it's just barely there. Um, Jake, again, you gave it a five. Do you have any final thoughts? I just want to forget this ever happened. Which, you probably will forget this movie exists in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, exactly. Unless people keep reminding me of it. Alright, that's it for us. Alright, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. Alright, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3d42d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.